Hi, welcome to the seventh edition of our series on leadership. And today, I'm starting a three-part series called The Wise Things About Leadership, where we are going to look at the role of wisdom in leadership. Now, seventh, eighth, and ninth, we're going to focus on the wise things about leadership. Now, Jeremiah 3 and verse 15 from the King James Version, I will give you pastors, that is leaders, according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. You see, the leaders that are after God's heart are leaders that feed the followers with knowledge and understanding. So you see how important the role of knowledge and understanding is. And the simplest definition of wisdom is that wisdom is the combination of knowledge and understanding. So knowledge plus understanding is equal to wisdom. In other words, you acquire knowledge, strategic information, and your ability to use that information at the right time and at the right place to achieve the right results is what we call understanding. When we are able to do these things, we are called a wise leader. So my attempt here is to help you acquire knowledge and use the knowledge at the right time, at the right place, and to achieve the right results. Like I said from the beginning, there will be three sessions. The first session we'll look at, which is today, the seventh edition, we'll look at the 12 characteristics of wise leaders. The second session, we'll look at the seven types of wisdom necessary for leadership success. Then the third session, which will be the ninth edition, will be, will be the seven wise behaviors of highly successful leaders. So let's start with the first session, the 12 characteristics of a wise leader. Number one, leadership is a journey on a dangerous road. The wise leader has the capacity to observe the road signs. In 2019 in Ghana, 2,284 people died in road accident. Most of these deaths was as a result of drivers ignoring road signs. Ghana's roads are dangerous roads. So there are road signs strategically positioned to tell you what is ahead in your journey. I have traveled on these roads several times. In addition to the grace of God, I've also been very responsible by observing the road signs. The road signs always tell me what I should expect ahead. And by obeying the road signs, I have made journeys on these dangerous roads and I have not arrived home in pieces, but in peace. You see, leadership is like a journey on Ghana's dangerous roads. To survive on the dangerous roads of leadership, you must observe the road signs. Remember, the road signs are the things that tell you why you should expect ahead. You see, the journey you are making in leadership, you're not the first person making it. People have already made these journeys before. The stories of the people who went ahead of you, the failure stories and the success stories, tell you one thing. They tell you what you expect ahead. That's why committing yourself to the study of other leaders is crucial to your survival in the leadership journey. Never ignore the success of leaders that went ahead of you. Study about them. And never also ignore the failures of the leaders that went ahead about you. It tells you something you should expect ahead. Number two, leadership is time 
The wise leader has a capacity to understand it. First Chronicles 12 and the verse 32. From Isaac, from Issachar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel should do. When you have understanding of the times, it dictates what you should do. Because if you do the right thing at the wrong time, you achieve the wrong results. Every successful leader does the right thing at the right time. So leadership has a lifespan. And the lifespan of leadership, it has timelines, lifelines, and deadlines. Timelines are seasons in your leadership lifespan where you achieve very remarkable success that you can point to. I have been a leader all my life. I, at least I can point to Accra Business School in a timeline as one of the most successful things I have done. I have trained over 20,000 leaders. There are significant things in my leadership journey. Pleasant Place Church is a very significant achievement in my leadership journey. Do you have one? If you don't, you must be worried. There are also lifelines in leadership. And these lifelines are times where God gives us second chance when we have missed crucial times in our leadership journey. Where God gives us second chance. And you must take opportunity of these second chances that God gives us. There are deadlines. These are times where you just didn't notice your season and you have gone past your season. And this is where you really struggle to catch up with time. Leaders know their timelines, know their lifelines, and beat their deadlines. Leadership is like farming. The wise leader has the capacity to plant a good seed for good harvest. What you are harvesting today is a reflection of the seed you sowed yesterday. And what you harvest tomorrow is a reflection of the seeds you are sowing today. Three key seeds, time, energy, and money. Sow them well as a leader. Make use of your time. And make use of the energies that God has given to you now. Because the time is going to come, you won't have the same strength again. Then the next is money. If you don't know how to use money appropriately as a leader today, if you don't use it well today, tomorrow you will be in trouble. Number four, leadership is like an orchestra. The wise leader has the capacity to find that harmony. You see, when you see somebody conduct an orchestra, all the action is to make sure the various voices, the various instruments will all come together to produce a single sound. That's what leaders do. Different people with different attitudes and different backgrounds, leaders are able to bring them together to produce a certain result. Leaders conduct behavior. Like, like orchestra leaders, music conductors conduct sounds, you conduct behavior, bringing all manner of behaviors, all manner of skills together to produce a certain result. You must have the capacity to do that. Leadership is like relay. The wise leader has the capacity to put the next runner in a pole position. The next person who takes over from me at the present place church must do better than me. The next person who takes over for me from a craft business school must do better than me. You know why? Because true leaders leave the next runners in pole position. I have met a few group of people who will say that, oh, when I left that church, the next pastor couldn't handle it. The church collapsed. You were a bad leader. To think that somebody couldn't handle what you left and that makes you a good leader is a very backward thinking. 
Because true leaders leave the next runner in the pole position. Oh, when I left the choir, the choir collapsed. When I left that company, that company collapsed. No, if you left it well, if you're a good leader, you put the next person in the pole position. Number six, leadership is a walk on a minefield. The wise leader has the capacity to give thought to his steps. Wow. You see, Delilah was a mind something did not see, and it destroyed his life. Potiphar's wife was a mind Joseph saw. That's why he fulfilled his mission. Watch out. Watch out. There are a lot of traps and things that have been set in your leadership journey. Work well. Be circumspect. Watch your feet. Watch the way you take your steps. Proverbs 14 verse 15 says this. A simple man believes anything, but a prudent man gives thought to his steps. Number seven. Leadership is like track running. The wise leader has the capacity to stay in his or her track. You know, you can't just run crisscrossing others. You must stay focused in a track running. That's what leaders do. Leaders are focused people. They know that they've been called to do a certain thing and they focus on that. The Bible says, Proverbs 4.25, Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. That's what wise leaders do. Leadership is an expectation. The wise leader has the capacity to manage it well. That is number eight. Wise leaders have the capacity to manage the expectations of people. I pastor a church. Some people came from Pentecost background, some came from Baptist background, some came from Methodist background, some came from Catholic background, some came from Anglican background. And all of them have a certain expectation of how a leader should be like or lead. But see, to be able to lead the way God wants me to lead, I need to declare my independence of all these people's expectations. And the late Miles Morrow put it well, that every leader has the capacity to declare his independence of people's expectation. Number nine, leadership is an example. The wise leader has the capacity to set it for posterity. It's a legacy you must leave. Set an example that people can look at and be proud of you. And that's what wise leaders do. Number 10, leadership is a chance. The wise leader has the capacity to take it. Listen, Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but Time and chance happening to them all. Time and chance will happen to you. It doesn't matter where you live. You have the same 24 hours in Ghana as somebody who lives in the US. The same 24 hours and the same chances, but just that your chances may be different from the other person's chance. The way you take your chances will determine whether you become successful or not. Spot all the opportunities and maximize and use it. Number 11, leadership. It's like the game of football. The wise leader has the capacity to select the right team for every match. I'm able to bring this to you because of my ability to assemble the right balance of skills. Team building is not assembling of people. It's assembling of the right balance of skills. So I'm surrounded by young men who have skills I don't have. I bring them together and they use their skills to make what I do possible. That's why I celebrate them and value them. Every leader must have the capacity to identify the skill you need. Pharaoh had a dream, but he didn't have the skills to interpret it. So he identified the right skill. 
But even if you have them in numbers and you are able to fit them into a team, you get results. Finally, my friends, leadership is by providence. The wise leader has the capacity to depend on God. If you depend on God, God will help you. Especially if you depend on him through his son Jesus. Turn to God in prayer. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Thank you for joining me. This has been brought to you by the Titi Affairs Center.